If you know God has never lost a battle in your life, I mean, if you know God will never lose a battle in your life, hallelujah! Oh, thank God for the reign of the Holy Ghost. Bless the Lord. I've always said that faith for me is not one scripture, that it is a covenant. It's something you come to over time. Because I'm not just celebrating that God has not lost a battle. I'm celebrating when I thought I lost. And he still came and changed it. That's when you understand the counsel of the Lord. It doesn't matter how the road has turned. It doesn't matter what's going on temporarily. What he said will happen. And you grow in faith until you finally believe. Even when you don't see anything, you believe. Hallelujah. Even when you don't feel good, you believe. Glory to God. Come on, you need to have a 30-second praise break for yourself. And thank him, Lord. You are not, you've never lost a fight. You will not lose a fight in my life. I magnify your name. No matter how tough it is, the victory still belongs to him. Hallelujah, don't measure up to what we are singing.
resurrection house for all nations, all resurrection agents. How many of you are resurrection agents? Hallelujah. You know what, what you believe? You know where you stand, eh? All right. So I want you to join me with a great shout and a great praise to the Lord our God. <clears throat> what I'm about to say, even my leaders don't know, even though we were all together. Because the only reason we're here this morning is that we have a great defender. I want you all to know that as far as we knew, we landed in Raleigh Durham, North Carolina. It was a smooth landing. We got in the car, went to the Capitol. The next thing I know, I got a text that Eagle One's tires were all falling. And if I showed you the picture, you will see that, that's what I didn't tell the leaders, watch, we actually landed on one tire. with gas and all of us inside of it and we landed and didn't know anything the pilots didn't know anything who held it up where my faith comes from when I see that when he sends you he will stand with you he will defend you he will protect you <laughs> the pilot sent this message he said we didn't feel anything we didn't know anything how is that possible he said, that thing, hey. Eagle One could have collapsed. It could have been a major disaster. 
But not only did he hold it up, he didn't allow anything. You are not shouting at him. Just know that he that is in me is greater that he's a faithful God. It's not because I prayed or didn't pray. No, he sent me and he never breaks covenant. tree of life is so fundamental to our faith, it will create a personal revolution in your life and stabilize you spiritually. One of the things that I have noticed that has kept the church weakened is that people are always searching for new answers, always looking for somebody that will do this yeah. or that, mm -hmm. not knowing that you already have everything you need. Amen. Hallelujah. The answer is with you. Your breakthrough is with you. Amen. Your miracles are with you now. Amen. Even before you see something, it's all based on what you understand. And since we have seen clearly that everything is a repetition, God set these systems in place, and nothing has changed. The worship of God has remained the same. Amen. I keep saying it. The only thing that changed is how sin is handled. Amen. The Old Testament sacrifice versus the New Testament that the Lord Jesus offered. But besides that, the worship of God is the same. <coughs> Excuse me. All right. The second thing you learn is that everything God does is a garden planted. He plants a garden. He's the farmer. He's the husband man. The church is a garden. Your family is a garden. The nation is a God. The earth is one giant garden. Amen. <laughs> and in every garden, God will leave two trees there. The tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. All right. 
you need to understand that. Don't think about trees in the physical. Think about what they represent in your life. Then you will understand the mystery that this is not some historical thing. This is something you need to learn now and hold on to it. Three things will happen. You will minimize the mistakes you made. Secondly, your faith will be sharpened. And your wisdom will grow. When you understand this mystery. Because religious people think that eternity will happen after I die. I can give you at least five scriptures that will contradict that. Eternity is happening now. Hallelujah. Even one of the apostles wrote, I'm writing to you that you may know that you have eternal life. And that life is in his son, Jesus Christ. I'm not waiting to die to experience eternity. Eternity should be working in me now. Hallelujah. What am I saying? Physically, I may be getting older. But if you see my spirit, I'm getting younger. This is the true aging backwards. The more you are transformed, the younger you become. You are aging outwardly, but inwardly you are renewed day by day. (coughs) Oh, Lord. Look at what he just said to me. Even medicine right now, they may know the reason, but they didn't understand why man can be born and you're growing. You're growing. Every cell in your body is renewing every 30 days. Every 30 days. And suddenly it stops. And then you start aging. That is in the physical. But inwardly, the process never stops. You are supposed to be renewed inwardly day by day. But that's not what you see. Most people are programmed with the negative experiences of yesterday. You are not renewed. You are an old person walking around in a young body. Because the data in your spirit is old. Hallelujah. You need to understand the mystery. Because it doesn't matter what happened. It should be water off your back. Every day you should come into a newness of what God is saying to me. What God is doing to me. What God is doing for me and with me. That's why I keep telling you about Eagle One and all the blessings that come with it. How are you going to fly an airplane all these years? And they do a boroscope. And you don't find one single thing wrong with the engine. Why? Because the mighty hand of God has been holding it. Okay. Sometimes I'm preaching to you and he said, they don't understand what you're talking about. That meant that from the time that airplane was manufactured, 
And then he went into this, the, the, the rich hands of the wicked. And they used it. And they used it. And it was sold to somebody else. And then they used it. And then they used it. And finally got to me. God said from the day it was manufactured. My hand was on it. It didn't become yours when you finally got it. It became yours the day I put. I'm trying to elevate your understanding. This building didn't become ours when we purchased it. When they were building a movie theater, God was building a church. <laughs> and the tree of life should come out of every experience. God goes ahead of me to secure my inheritance. That's the tree of life. Why do you remain the same? You're programmed with what Satan has done. You're programmed with life, people, their experiences. You're not programmed with the works of God. Paul wrote, Though an outward man perish, yet the inward man, the inward man is renewed day by day. Then why are you old? Why are thoughts 10 years old dominating you? 20 years old dominating you? When would you have the tree of life ruling you, controlling you? I figured out in the pastorate that what Satan does, you, no matter how well-intentioned you are, you start out, he will send his agents to come and wound you. And once they wound you, they take your life over. Now you begin to deal with people based on what happened to you. That's what has some, most of you ladies messed up. You're programmed with the negative experiences of non-covenant relationships. And they shape your world. And you react, not based on what just happened, but you're reacting based on what just happened, how it connects with what had already happened. So you walk around a safe man, but you're getting old because you're not eating of the fruit of, of the tree of life. You are eating from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Who did you good? Who did you evil? These two trees are in every garden. And I determine it doesn't matter who does what to me. Once you leave me, you are gone from me. And I will never meet anybody and they pay for what someone else has done. No, because you cannot wound me and then be controlling me. Here you are laying up in the some beaches of Miami, Florida. And I'm here in Atlanta, Georgia, being oppressed by the enemy. Based on you, you are playing golf or gambling and doing whatever you do. No, you can't win over me twice. You ought to set every devil packing from your life. They should do their bit and go on. And then you should start a new life. Watch. I know last week we were studying when the desire coming. 
It is a tree of life. But I want to dig in a little more into the mystery of this. Now watch. He said that when man ate of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, God said something we've never paid attention to. He said the man has become like one of us. You say, you mean the greatest catastrophe of man brought man into the realm of God? Whoever thinks that they are like God. But God says, we have become like him. All we hear is the negative, knowing good and evil. But can I stand up today and say, you know, I'm like my daddy. I claim God as my father. Let the children of the world claim the devil as their father. But God said, I've become, hey, how many of you know that you have a God thing? That's what Jesus said to the people. He said, didn't it, wasn't it written in your law? They shall be called gods. I am not the God, but I'm a God. He said, become like, he said, man has become like me. And we never heard it. Have you heard it? You see, see how Satan would take a narrative and use it to his advantage when God made it something. God didn't say that man has fallen down. He said man actually became like me. But we got a totally wrong concept. Man took on the responsibility of making decisions. Before we ate, or Adam ate the fruit, or we ate in him, it was God who determined what was good, and what was evil. But as soon as we ate that fruit, now every man starts making their own decisions. Uh-huh. That's why God cannot stop you from doing anything you decide to do. You've become like him. You walked in here this morning, a regular human being, and a member of Resurrection House All Nations. But you're walking out of here, a little God. Like your heavenly father. Hallelujah. Now what we have to learn is to make the right decisions. Have you caught the joy yet in this message? The tree of life, God putting eternity back into you through wisdom, as is in this message. God found a way to bring back the tree of life to the earth. I teach these things in my conferences, the Holy Spirit decided to bring it mainstream to the church. And we're sharing it with you. So wisdom is a tree of life. The time you invest in the word of God, the time you invest praying and seeking God, is worth every second. One wisdom from heaven 
revolutionizes your life. Not can. It does revolutionize your life. It transforms you, changes everything. You know what to do. It's just like I was faced with the theme for the conference for 2023. Based on what we had last year, in a suggestion came, they were moving forward with the prep. I said, no, I must wait on God until the tree of life comes to me. And then suddenly, after weeks of waiting, he came. Now I'm confident going forward, knowing that I have life. And when it's time to share, that God will visit me and put wisdom in me, put life in me, put revelations in me. Hallelujah to share with those that will humble themselves to attend my conferences. If you leaders will come, <laughs> I will take an afternoon to share stories of resurrection, how God taught me my covenant, how you will discover yours, and it will revolutionize your ministry. You will no longer be in lack or in want. You will no longer have a money drive or scheming up things to get money or, to, uh, or pressuring people, no. We don't pressure anyone. <laughs> we receive one offering on Sunday, one offering on Wednesdays. That's all we do year round. It was only in 2022 that God spoke to me to do one special day of giving for our international jet. He said, if you believe me to bring in resources at this level to you, let me see the level of sacrifice you're willing to make. And we obeyed, and we are now waiting for him to move. The airplane sellers are stuck. They don't know why they can't sell it. Every deal falls through because we cased it. It's our airplane. We raised altars on it. We walked around it seven times and shouted, and we are patiently waiting on the Lord. And when he comes, we just go pick it up. <laughs> Even the, the, the management company is planning for it. They're even relocating some portions of their business to Newnan Airport because the Newnan Airport is going to be extended. I think they'll finish the project by next year. So Eagle 2 will operate from there because the current Peachtree City Airport cannot handle it loaded. It won't be able to take off. Now we have to go to Hartsville, fill up, and then load up from there and travel, then land back at home base. But if we move to New England, when it's done, hey, it will be all done. I'm just showing you the power of God's grace and wisdom. The tree of life will come to you. The tree of life. The tree of life. Stop foaming out your shame by anger, your emotions, and all these things. Learn wisdom, and you shall prosper in this life. Learn wisdom, and glory will rest on your head. The crown of the wise is their riches. Amen. There's so much money to be made. People are, I think Atlanta turns out a millionaire once a week. You have to become one of them by the power of God. He says, by humility and the fear of the Lord are riches, not a job, riches, honor and life. Amen. May the wisdom of God come to you today in Jesus' name. I pray, Heavenly Father, for all those watching me, that your glory and grace will fall on them. Lord, that they will know that what I'm sharing is from you. Bless them. Quicken them. May they experience the covenant blessing of resurrection. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Put your seed in the ground. Call the prayer line.
If you need a prayer of agreement, get your prayer cloth. Two seeds, God said, 500 or 1,000. We'll send them to you. It's a wrap. God bless you. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.